0: The other day, I was listening to a recording by a chap called Dan Kennedy. Now, the marketing students amongst you will, um, I'm sure, have heard of this guy. is uh, often called the godfather of marketing, uh, based over in the States. And uh, pretty, pretty amazing, really, some of the things that he's done. And um, this particular recording of his that I was listening to, he was talking about Um, how to grow a service-based business. And one of the key things he, he, he talked about was not to focus on your expertise in the service that you deliver. However, you need to be experts in marketing because marketing brings you in leads. And if you don't have enough leads, your business will die, which is obviously stating the obvious. So I thought, well, We're coming as I'm recording this podcast, and actually it doesn't matter whenever you listen to it, but I'm recording this podcast towards the end of the year. And uh, I was thinking about, you know, okay, so let's think about how how do you get more clients? And um, is there something that you could be doing uh, as, uh, as the end of the year approaches? So that's the subject of today's podcast. It's how to get more recruitment clients in the next 90 days. So let's get into it. Welcome to the Recruitment, Marketing and Sales Podcast. An obsessive focus on marketing and sales is the only way to accelerate your agency growth. So listen in now as we share the latest strategies and techniques guaranteed to deliver you more placements and profit. Well, hi there, everyone. This is Denise Oysen from Superfast Recruitment with the Recruitment, Marketing and Sales Podcast. And today, uh, very topical, we have the subject of lead generation, particularly attracting more uh, clients. Now, before I get into it, um, if you are new here, hello, where have you been? (laughs) If you've just found us, I'm absolutely delighted. And um, you may be listening to this on iTunes or you may have just Googled, um, you know, recruitment marketing services or whatever um, or coaching and uh, and come across us. So first thing to do is, A, if you are hanging around iTunes we w- and you've, you've listened to this podcast or you've, you've listened to a couple of them, we would love a review. So please give us a review and we'll even give you a shout out. On top of that, um, we are a little bit different in all our podcasts have a transcription attached to them. So if you head over to superfastrecruitment.co.uk, if you Google it, it will appear. Go along to the blog and you'll find the different podcasts. We have a search bar. You can go and search them all out. Just put some keywords in there about things you want to listen to. And you'll see that they all have uh, transcriptions um, of the content. And sign up for, you know, one of our free webinars, one of our uh, downloads, whatever you want to do. And uh, that way you get into uh, our subscriber list and you get slightly different content and get um, invitations to watch different videos that, that aren't uh, live on our blog and things like that. So very, very useful. So let's get into lead generation and let's specifically talk about clients and obviously you know we are in a a skill short market and some of the strategies we're going to talk about you can obviously use with um, you know with candidates as well but you know today's podcast is really about um bringing in more more recruitment clients and specifically in a in a in a time period see The other night, I was watching something online where the individual in question was sort of throwing down a 100-day challenge. I think we've probably just gone a little bit past that. I'm recording this sort of the middle of September. And he was talking about how you can change your life in 100 days, which, of course, you can. You could buy a lottery ticket and you could win. That could change your life. But but as a general rule, if you take some action over a 100-day period, that will can significantly change your, your life. And at least you, you're guaranteed that what, what you're doing will uh, will produce something rather than just buying a lottery ticket from your local spa. Um Anyway, with the end of the year, just literally weeks away, I thought good idea to have a focus on, you know, what can we achieve in the next 90 days? So let me let me share a few ideas with you. And the one first thing to start is is to have a goal, because why do we need a goal? Because goals work. Um, No matter what anyone says, and there's a lot of trendy fads at the moment that goal setting doesn't work, what you have to remember is as human beings, we are success seeking creatures and we do have a goal mentality. Now, we're talking here about the next 90 days. So it is useful to have a goal that is that is time bound. And if you've got a good why, and we always talk about this, and you know, if you've got a good why, this is what I want to do. I know that if I can end the year strong, it puts more money into my bank account and I can start next year and I can do X, Y, Z. It means that my family can have a great Christmas. I can do this. I can reward myself. I can go whatever, whatever that might be. That's how we work as individuals, as, uh, as human beings. So think about it and think about a goal that you could actually achieve. I'm going to come on a little bit more and talk about numbers and everything. But what I would say to you is make it stretch, make it a stretch goal. However, it is a good idea to make your goal such a goal that you have practiced some accurate thinking. So what do I mean by that? So let's talk about knowing your numbers so if you're thinking about what what could potentially happen before the end of the year, end of the year, that is a really good place to start. So let's just make an assumption. OK, I'm going to start on this day. I'm going to end on this date. I've got a particular time frame. I've got X number of working days. I've got to take this out, this out and this out because I'm doing whatever, whatever I'm doing. How can I make this work? How can our consultants make this work? Because, you know, if you know your conversion metrics, if you know your KPIs that work, and trust me, KPIs do work. We know the more emails we send out, the more podcast recordings we do, the more webinars we run, um, the more clients we bring in. If you know what your metrics are, what, what, what needs to happen to go from cold to sold, then that will help you. Because then often it's really simple. It can be a case of just ramping up your activities and ramping up your numbers that you know that that works. Yeah, we, we just had somebody just just join our super fast circle membership, and we we have an introduction call, which is a, a sort of coaching consulting call with them as they join. And one of the things that we were talking about with this particular individual was the fact that for her to go and analyse, she's just had a fantastic quarter. So we were, we were chatting and said, OK, so this, this particular quarter, what have you done that has actually contributed to that? And what were you doing before that? And it was quite a revelation for us to think, OK... Is it really that simple? And sometimes it is really thinking about okay, so what have I done? How could I maybe tweak that? Because again, not you—you you may be doing one or two different sort of strategies that that actually would work if you did things slightly differently. You just need to look at that. That's that's the topic for another another conversation. But it's thinking about okay, what specifically did I do? And, um, you know, to, to, to then think about, okay so then how do I map out this goal? Because my suggestion would be, what's your best quarter ever? No excuses, no reasons. We'll come on to that. That was my best quarter. So how do I replicate that? And then some set that that is the sort of goal, I would say, you know, to stretch you to, you know, to give you that impetus to move forward. Now, here's the next thing. Visualize and speak it into being. Now, that might sound a bit woo-woo as so I've been sitting on the ashram, you know, in a, my ashram sort of meditating. However, let's be quite frank about it. This stuff works. Our brains are incredibly, incredibly powerful. Now, some of you will have heard me talk about before about cause and effect. You'll have heard me talk about the conscious mind and the sub subconscious mind and how, you know, you can program your subconscious mind. The thing about it, And you will see this um, a couple of months ago. We had the World Athletics Championships, I think it was in August. Um, Some fabulous results for some of the UK, amazing results for America. Shout out to our American friends, amazing results uh, for you guys. And there were a a number of, of specific people in the UK that did really well. And I was listening to one of the interviews and they talked about visualisation, And they talked about pumping themselves up. You need to watch something like Andy Murray or or whoever when they're playing. And you you see them shouting and talking to themselves. Why? Because it works. It's the way that our brains process information. So the the great thing here is the mind doesn't know the difference between what's real and what's imagined. Therefore, start visualising what it is that you want to have. Don't focus on what you don't want, because as you know, you can attract things into your energy. Um, You focus on what you want and you speak it into being. You say, oh, that won't work. Oh, that won't. Forget that. Bin that attitude for once. Let's just think about wouldn't it be great if this happened? We have a little saying that we say this is a secret tip. Wouldn't it be great if. Such a body did this wouldn 't it be great and it just has a whole different shift on your mind and your energy and how you can actually start to think about things because this is this the, the thing that makes a lot of difference between what what people achieve and what they don 't achieve obviously you 've got to have you know the right strategies which of course you can get from us but what what makes a huge difference is people 's mindset it 's about you know how do i how do I move forward here um there is a well-known actor, um, I don't know if you like him or not, I love him, Jim Carrey. <laughs> he, he's sort of a bit like, um, what's the name of that comedian in the UK? Can't remember his name. Michael McIntyre, that's right. And he, he sort of combines that physical bit of slapstick with also the, you know, observations of life. Jim Carrey's like that too. And there's a well-known story about him, because obviously he's a... Uh, multi-million dollar actor now and many many years ago when he wasn't he wrote himself as the story goes um, that he wrote himself it's on his website actually that he wrote himself a check for 11 million dollars and put it in his wallet and he put a time frame on it. And ironically, what happened? He managed to, uh, to get a contract that actually took him way over that $11 million. And he's been in a number of very, very funny films. Um, Dumb and Dumber, very funny. If you, <laughs> if you want to just take yourself out of it, it's a great film to watch. Anyway, you know, the thing about that was his, 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 what happened for him was he believed. And he visualized and he you know he, he took action it's not about just sitting there and visualizing it's about okay, this is what I want now I move into action what do I need to do and uh you know he had commitment and energy and you know let's think about it we are only talking about a ninety day goal here um it's not like we've got to be be sitting and thinking about it for years and years and years we're talking about a ninety day goal here that we can actually focus on till um till till Christmas now something that might help you. For those of you that love to read, there is a fantastic book called Think and Grow Rich. You can get it on Amazon. And I have a feeling you can probably get download it for free now as well because of the year that it was written. Fabulous book by Napoleon Hill. And basically he interviewed all the billionaires of their time and what were their specific strategies. And one of the strategies that we talked about was something called auto-suggestion. And it's about the power of affirmations and things like that. And that is all actually based around how we programme our minds. So um, here endeth the lesson. Uh, I shall move on to something else now, but just think about what do you want? Decide what you want, know your numbers and start visualising and don't talk yourself out of it, talk yourself into it. Next one, let's just talk about some really specific strategies that will absolutely always work. First one, in the words of Jason Donovan, and the amazing technical dream co any client will do. I think he said any dream will do, but it's let's look at past clients. It is a well-documented fact that past clients, provided you provided them with a good service, are much more likely to work with you again. Um, or, or you need to make them an offer. Obviously, you need to get on the phone and talk to them. Um, and and it's true, you know. People talk talk about low hanging fruit, and and yet you just think about your your past clients that you've worked with. Um, it can be some people have a good system and a good process, and they will probably have a call planned into the diary that they talk to people on a consistent and regular basis to find out what you know what's happening for them, where are they going, you know. Um, it, some And some people don't. So I suspect that you may be listening to this and you may be one of those people that doesn't necessarily have that systematised. Um, top tip, it's a good idea to, in the future, have that systematised. Um, so, you know, pick up the phone, speak to past clients if you've got a good relationship with them. I'm going to talk about other, other ways that you can uh, contact them in a in, in a second. But so past clients, always much easier to convert because you just never know what what's what's going on for them what's happened you know a new a new director may have come in maybe a new initiative maybe they're recruiting again the other thing oh the other thing as well about past clients just to say here that um uh, put it, make a note of this because I haven't written this in the um, in the the sort of um, the transcription that, that's that's on the website as well. Is sometimes you may find that uh, a particular individual has left said organisation. And so you'll pick the phone and, you you know, if you had a good relationship with them, um, then it might be good to go and search them out on LinkedIn and approach them then. Because if they've had a good service, you know, it happens all the time that people get brought into another organization um, because they always want to bring in their favorite, their favorite service providers. So think about that one, too. Clients that said no. Because as I always say, no is just a snapshot in time. It's rarely forever because people you do not know people's circumstances and what might happen to them. So it was interesting, you know, just um, literally last week, someone joined our super fast circle and um Uh, And it's interesting, actually, it's it's someone that that I was mentioning earlier and they first got in contact with us, I think something like three or four years ago and had a conversation and, you know, they weren't ready to to work. They weren't ready for the service offering that we had at the time. And now spontaneously they've got back in contact with us. However, what you have to remember is just because you sent a proposal out and somebody said no to you, um, their circumstances may have changed. So think about, you know, all those proposals that went out, all those people you've connected to, all those people that have gone cold, uh, you know, people do go cold. Unfortunately, there's nothing worse than a cold lead and cold leads go cold very, very quickly. Um, so think about, OK, so who are these people that maybe we sent proposals out to, had conversations with in the past? Let's just get back in contact with them. And there's different ways you can do that, you know, with your team and and, and all that sort of stuff. Now um let's think about your current email database because um, if you are not emailing them regularly and not just with pitches, if you are not emailing them, they are an untapped source of Clients, candidates, everything. See, there's two important principles in action here. The first is unless you engage with your clients, and obviously in candidates, nothing is going to happen. Though you may think that it's great to send out emails, I'm going to give you a process here that you can use as well. However, you know, people aren't thinking, oh, what was the name of that recruitment company? You have to take action. So you have to be emailing people regularly with great content and great offers. Otherwise, you ain't gonna convert them. So think about this. So think about email in your current current database. So as I said, first thing to remember is unless you are in connection with them, nothing's gonna happen. Um and you know, let let's let's be honest about that. Why why is email marketing one of the biggest ROI um deliverers for, for us when it comes to marketing? Not for not for us as in personally, but generally, and it's because people are more likely to open an email than they they are to pick up the phone. Particularly with our smartphones, you know, the number of people that are on their smartphones and, and um, looking at emails and, and various other things. And uh, you know, it's getting harder and harder to get people to pick up the phone. Now, if you email them first, then it's more likely that then they will pick up the phone to you. So therefore, you know, send them an email that is a value add Offer. This is about goodwill. Um, you know, a mentor of mine always talks about goodwill content because people don't unsubscribe, they don't get cheesed off if um, you know you were sending them great content. Now that could be a video. It could be a template. Um, you know, CV templates, um, job description templates, whatever. You know, it could be a white paper. Um, then, then do more of it. <laughs> Send them good stuff and then follow up because this is a classic. This is a touch point campaign. It's a classic thing that works. You've got a nice time frame over 90 days because people that are opening your emails and looking at things generally have a need and for for a number of those people that need is immediate but they don't always think to pick up the phone to you so the great next step from here which is often what people don't don't do they send out emails and just expect people to email them back is you need to pick up the phone and get into a conversation with them if you know that someone has downloaded an ebook of yours, they've clicked a link, and they've done it on more than one occasion, then there's a fair chance that this person is interested in having a conversation with you. You know, and one of the great things that you can do is this this sets people up for a warm call. So if you're getting some kickback from your consultants, you know, set your team a target. And reward them for the activity, so we always call this the input, so reward them. you know it might be that the person makes i don't know a hundred phone calls and, um, you know, a day or something like that, you you could set it around a month target or a two week target or end of the week target. You know, there could be some sort of price for it. You know, your consultants always respond well to something like that. And it could be that you, you, you might have something else. It could be about, you know, how many client meetings have they booked? So, okay, they do X number of calls and how many client meetings do they book on that? Because, you know, Depending on whether you do client meetings, if you don't, I strongly suggest you do um, because, you know, there's nothing like, um, you know, the best way, I think, for a recruitment um, consultant to convert someone is ideally face to face. Um, The next one after that is obviously the phone. But if you can get in front of people, that's going to help. You know, and if you know your numbers, you know that for every X client meetings that you have, you will convert. So that that is that is important to remember. The next thing is make an offer. Now, I'm not advocating here. Everyone, let, let's be honest about it. Everyone loves an offer. Um, I <laughs> it's funny, as I was sitting down to record this podcast, I had a ping through from MS and um it's actually the Westmoreland show here in the uh, in in the in the late dishes at the moment. So you know you, you you can't move on the roads for love and the money, but I got this ping through from Marks and Spencer's to say, dining for two. At ten, a tenner is starting tonight. So, you know, people love, offer something. Mm, I've got to go and have my hair cut later. I'm wondering whether in Marks and Spencers, if I go a bit early, I might be able to have my hair cut later. If I go a bit earlier, you know, the traffic will have gone from the show and I'll be able to do this. My mind's worrying here just for an offer of 10 quid for a meal for two from M&S. It's because that's how our minds work. We love getting a deal. We love getting a bargain. Now, let's just let's just rein it back a little bit here. Though I wouldn't normally recommend reducing your fees. It might be an option. So, it might be an option that if um, you know you you place X rolls with us, you get this or you get a reduced fee or whatever. So, th- there are other things to do to make offers. Um, you know, one of ours, um, one of our clients uh, uses psychometric testing as part of their their offer, and maybe it's that. Um, you know, if you work with us, then we will provide, uh, you know, a free psychometric report on uh, all the candidates that go to second interview. Now, that that is a it's a loss leader. Yeah, you don't make quite as much profit, but let's be frank about it. You know, Depending on the behavioural psychometric tests that you're using, then, um, you know, they're not that expensive, really, are they? And that is added value for the client as well. So just think about, OK, so this, this is our offer. Now, the thing about offers, um, top tip, make them time sensitive. Um if you listen to one of our previous podcasts about influencing skills and strategies and Chialdini's principles of influence, uh, I think it's like two or three podcasts ago that I uh, recorded that one. But you can also go and, and actually find it on the Supermaster Recruitment blog. Talk there about the different principles of influence. And one of the principles of influence is scarcity. So if people know that, hey, this offer stops on November the 28th or the 30th let me look at my calendar to make sure that i've got the the dates wrong yeah so let, let's just say that this stops on the 30th of november or whatever or it stops on the you know 24th of december whatever you decide to do then you would be amazed at um what difference that can make because you know i i can see when we make an offer <laughs> on different things that, you know, if we have a cut-off point, we'll have a flood of people registering. So, you know, like, for instance, if we're running a webinar, we get probably a third of our registrations um, within the last four hours before the webinar goes live. purely and simply because people leave things to the last minute and, the, and it's that scarcity thing that goes on. Oh, I'm not going to get a place in my recording unless I do this. So make an offer. Think about an offer that can bring people in. As well, because people love offers and you will always convert if you make more offers. Um, you know, I mentioned Dan Kennedy very earlier on in this uh, this podcast. And one of the things about Dan always says is make more offers. That's uh, not a very good impression of his, um, his voice, but it's sort of there is a bit of a gruff, older guy. Um, and it's true. Make more offers. Final thing. A couple of things. Um, it's about creating a bit of buzz around it and it's creating a promotion or a campaign. It's the one strategy that consistently works, and that's to have a time bound campaign. So that is why I'm talking about the next 90 days. This is a campaign. Um, And I forget when I (laughs) when I worked in pharmaceuticals um, and when I was a representative, then um, they they always used to do these sort of little, little campaigns. And I it was always like I was having that. There was no way anybody else was winning that. I used to do little things. It was like hampers and, and various other things in it. I remember there's once that who, who made the most sales into a particular chemist group. Um, and, you know, I want a case of wine. Thank you very much. That helped my Christmas. Um, but little things like that, particularly. So imagine I'm sharing that story from a consultant's mentality as I was at the time, I was a sales representative. Is you know for your consultants if they think that they're going to get A, B, and C, but um, as as a reward they are more likely think about the mentality. You know we talk about message to market match. Think about the message to your consultants as well, because we know we know promotional campaigns work. I was I was watching the TV the other night and uh, we're about to sort of slide into October. And in the UK, there's something called um, you know the. Uh, Um, I think it's called Stocktober and basically it's about avoiding alcohol for a month and giving to charity and uh, great for the charity. I think it's Macmillan this year. So it's the cancer charity. Um, But it's great. It works. Um, and it, it's about, you know, they, they get a wad of cash from it and it's because they have a promotional campaign because the thing about people love short blasts of campaigns and, and they work because they're time sensitive and they're, and they're laser focused. And it's something about that, a little bit of competition. It's about, you know, we're running to the end of the year. Let's go out with a bang. and um, And it just focuses that energy and it kicks up energy because the thing about it is, When you work in a sales environment, and we all work in a sales environment, let's be frank about it, energy is great. If you can raise the level of energy with your team, that always creates a buzz. And that buzz then leads into more action. People are more likely to dive into action because they can see it's a level playing field and everyone's doing this. And then that that action then leads to results. And that's what we want. So some very simple things to do. So let me just summarise this for you as well. You know, make it time-sensitive. Let's think about the next 90 days. Let's think about from now, whenever you're listening to this, until Christmas. And you can do it any other time as well. Think about that the having a goal. That's how we are wired as human beings. So remember to do that. Know your numbers and make it stretch, but don't make it ridiculous because people will be uh, demotivated. But if you know what your best quarter was, how do you replicate that? And and then some as well. Use the woo-woo strategies that I have discussed that are working and will continue to work uh, forever and ever. And that is about visualising and about speaking it into being. Um and, and on another tip on that, I forgot to mention about the amazing Muhammad Ali. And, um you know, he was just fabulous. If you read some of his positive quotations and what he actually said and how he pushed himself forward, you know, particularly in an environment um, with all the racial tension that was going on at the time. And he really was a guy of, you know, he used to talk himself up, didn't he? And it worked really well for him too. So past clients, very, very easy, low hanging fruit. Contact your past clients, have a conversation with them, Take them out for coffee, buy them a beer, whatever it needs, um, or a glass of wine. Clients have said no. So if you have been in conversation with clients in the past and they've said no, um, it doesn't mean forever. So, you know, get back in contact with them. Emailing, um, the majority of people that listen to this podcast, their consultants have email databases. You need to be emailing, but emailing in a slightly different way. So you think about... Um, you know, what, what offers might you make them, um, send them some goodwill emails with value and then follow it up with a phone call. It will convert, trust me. And, you know, in that, i talked about making an offer. People love offers, make offers. If you've got something, you know, just sit down with the team and brainstorm what you could offer because it doesn't have to be a fee reduction. And then then create it into a campaign. So good luck with it. Commit to some action and this could be the best end of the year ever. You know, if you would like some help and encouragement, then uh, consider joining our new program, which is Superfast Circle, because we're actually going to be doing this, you know, as a group. So there'll be a lot of group energy there as well until the, um, the end of the year. But if you'd like to know more about joining Superfast Circle... Um, it is the most cost effective way to work with Sharon and I uh, in a much uh, closer way. Um, then then just send us an email and say, super fast circle, tell me more. And we'll have a call and see if it's a fit and a match for you. And if it is, that's great. And if it's not, that's fine too. And uh, I think it will be actually though. Um, so, uh, so send us an email and let's have a conversation. And good luck. Um, with your um, 90 day campaign to get more clients. So this is Denise saying bye for now.